0: Welcome back to the Level Up Experience. This episode is a previously recorded LinkedIn live stream with Joe Lee, CEO at GamerJibe. Just want to say thank you all for rating and reviewing on your favorite podcast platforms. Hope you all enjoy the podcast. If you would, we'd really appreciate it you take that link and share it with someone that is not watching currently in all those Discord groups. We know all those Discord groups are out <laughs> there, so feel free to post those wherever you want, Twitter, social media. Uh, we're going to be here for a solid hour. Uh, just real quick, I'm going to give a very brief intro, and then Joe's going to give his real intro here in a, in a couple seconds. Um, this is Joe, I'm with Joe Lee, uh, CEO of Gamer Jibe. I am super pumped for this conversation because we're going to dive into some serious rabbit holes about gaming, social media, and what the team over at Gamer job is doing. So um, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to let Joe tell a little bit about himself um, and a little bit about his background. So go ahead, Joe.
1: Yeah, thanks, Chris, for uh, inviting me over to the show. Um, really great to be here, and nice to meet you guys. Um, so, GamerDrive is a um, virtual events platform that aims to transform how people connect online. Um, and you know, myself, um, I can tell I can get into a little bit more detail around how GamerDrive started in a little bit, but. Um, I uh, currently uh, work full-time for Gamer Drive. Previously, I was a senior engineer at Grubhub. Um, so I do have a strong technical background. Um, I studied computer science in college, but I was um, a gamer growing up and um, we all have different gaming experiences. And it's crazy how diverse people can be with their gaming. Um, even amongst our team, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, for myself, um, I moved um, to the US when I was two years old from Korea. So my parents were um, really big immigrants. Um, by the way, Chris, is it okay if I share a little bit about this? Or, or,
0: oh, okay. absolutely. No, we're all, and just real quick, we're all about the human being behind the company and about what you're doing and your mission because that comes out in your business. I mm-hmm. 100% believe in that. So absolutely, dive right in.
1: Okay, awesome. So yeah, I moved here when I was two. And, um, you know, my parents, Even to this day, they don't know very much English. But one of the things, uh, pastimes that I enjoyed a lot growing up was video games. Um, The first video game that I started playing was um, on a, I believe a Windows 98 computer. And it had a pre-installed Korean turn-based RPG game. And um, that was my first exposure um, to the video game world. My parents weren't gamers. um, So it was a little bit difficult. Uh, one game that did um, come about just because of my background as a Korean was StarCraft. And um, I started playing StarCraft very, very early on. Um, I must have been uh, five or six when I started playing um, StarCraft Original. Um, and I'm uh, playing on BattleNet online. And it's crazy that um, I'm playing online with folks from Canada and other countries um, at, su- at such a young age. And this was during the dial-up days. So like, I would uh, I know the heck out of my parents, and I would shout at my parents whenever they uh, picked up the phone because it would uh, start the disconnect timer on on Battle.net. Um So uh, if, if, yeah, if, if some of you, some of you guys uh, know about those times, so it's fun. Um, and uh, you know, I would cl- I would actually collect AOL trial CDs just to hop onto um, dial-up um, and start playing StarCraft. Um, uh, the first console game, the uh, console that I had, uh, just because, like I said, my parents were big gamers, um, was a Nintendo 64. And um, I absolutely loved Super Smash um, and um, Mario Kart. Um, I would invite my friends all the time to it. Um, with StarCraft, uh, I um, joined some clans. Um, you know, while you call them guilds, but in in, uh, in StarCraft, we call them clans. And I would start my own clans as well at, such, at, at a really young age. Um, uh, one thing did happen during my time um, playing Starcraft and I did get into a car accident and uh, that left me in a hospital for about a few months. And um, the one thing I couldn't stop thinking about was video games. <laughs> so uh, it, it really has a, a deep rooted history with me. Um, and you know, the rest is history. I, I, played, I played a bunch of other games like Counter-Strike, League of Legends, um, Final Fantasy, um, there's so many different types and, and uh, archetypes of gamers out there. Um, I'm just one of them. Um, so that's a little bit of a background for me.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. You mentioned Final Fantasy. A massive Final Fantasy fan. Cannot wait for this remake to come out. My brother is about <laughs> to explode. Like He's already like, locked out time to wow. uh, immerse himself in the remake coming out here. We've been waiting for just two decades for it. That's all. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, we were definitely in the RPGs. Uh, 64, Smash, GoldenEye, and of course, um, if, anybody, if anybody knows my brother, he's Reeve in the Smash community, uh, top 100 player in Smash Brothers Melee, and uh, so Smash has a, as a obviously um, a big part in our lives. So <laughs> nice, nice, It's funny. I, I, we were at an event a couple weeks ago. You know, and I, I was telling some of the people I was walking around. I was like, "Yeah, I used to make, I used to make Reeve cry. I've made Reeve Reeve cry at, uh, at Smash, but it was when he, <laughs> it's when he was six years old." <laughs> You know, it wasn't anytime recently because he's he's pretty sick. So well, that's really cool. I appreciate that that background because it, it does make, I think it makes a huge um, difference understanding where people come from because I think, well, I don't think I know, like I just mentioned, it comes out in your business, like your passion. And where you, where you come from is where you kind of migrate towards uh, when you have, what you know, if you have a startup or whatever business you're part of. So I think that's really interesting to hear that background. Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll jump into the next kind of segment here. Um, so you went through this journey as a gamer. Uh, yeah. And you taken some of those experiences. Um, I guess tell tell me the kind of the next step. You know, how did this lead to Gamer Jibe, uh, and also talk a little bit about just kind of the meta, the big picture of what Gamer is.
1: Yeah, it's a really good question. So, um, you know, I, I um, had a really early exposure to esports um, and um, and gaming. Um, and you know one thing that um, I've um, gone through over the years was um, really getting entrenched in technology um, like web technology um, because um, that's the field that I, that I worked at um, you know like I said I studied computer science in school um, in college um, and uh, when I graduated um, graduated I was starting a game studio building a um, RPG um, game, a side-scroller game, and I was, build, I was building a game studio team out of nothing. Like I was recruiting people on forums and things like that. So I really enjoyed building teams. Um, but at that time I had the dilemma, right? I had to choose between um, uh, not uh, having a career, um, <laughs> like I'm re- I not really thinking about my career in the corporate or um, startup world. And I say that it's funny because um, I I'm I'm, I'm um, I ended up choosing that path because I thought that I was too inexperienced. Um, I was a little bit scared to do things on my own. Um, um, you know, I was alone in the Midwest. Uh, I, I went to school in Indiana. Um, I taught myself JavaScript got myself in Chicago. So um, I ended up going the industry route, um, and along the way, I, I really learned how to build web. Um, uh, web technology, websites, and applications. Um, and during my time at Grubhub, I thought to myself, do I want to continue on this path on continue to be a programmer, or do I want to do something else? Um, and the one thing that brought me um, brought me to do Gamer Drive was gaming, right? My love for gaming, um, I started thinking about that and started thinking about how I can help others um, um, and how I can build something that might be useful for a lot of people within the gaming industry. And so that's where GamerDrive came into being. You know, GamerDrive originated as a platform that um, connected gamers together. Like I, I wanted to find a way to connect gamers together. Um, so I recruited two of the best developers that I worked with um, and they came on board um, onto the GamerDrive team. We started building out this matchmaking platform. Um, and then along the way, um, we ask ourselves, you know, in our childhood, how do we get into video games? And how do, how do we make friends with video games in the first place? It wasn't a matchmaking software um, per se, it was um, a um, a setting, an environment that brought people together, um, whether coincidental or, or not. It's like make, having a best friend in school. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I wouldn't have met this person if I wasn't in the same class as that person. So um, what we ended up doing was made a small pivot and focused around communities, focused around building communities and um, uh, um, building a platform for gaming groups. Um, and that is how we thought would connect gamers together. And that is um, how Gamer Drive came to be. Um, now, along the way, um, uh, we, we wanted to do something a little bit more than just building a website um, you know, websites are boring. It's a, it's a 2D point and click, pretty much a point and click adventure game, right? Like if you go on LinkedIn or go on Facebook, it's a, it's a 2D point and click adventure. You know, what if um, we can provide that kind of experience in something that's more immersive, something that's 3D, something that people enjoy, you know, an MMORPG versus a point and click? There's no question, most people would pick the MMORPG game. Um, so that's kind of uh, the direction that we're heading now, right? Um, we're trying to build this innovative product that would allow um, people to connect um, through an immersive environment um, directly on the web or on their mobile device, um, and uh, you know that's 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 the significance and why we think gamer drive is so important.
0: Gotcha. So uh, just for clarification, um, so you have the kind of the two D website, the the community. Um, static website, right? But yeah, immersive platform as well. A lot that go together,
1: correct? Exactly, um, you know, if we're all about iteration um, and there's a lots of, uh, with building a startup, um, it's very complex, you know, you don't know exactly whether what you're doing is the right thing or not. Um, and we went through a lot of iterations um, and this current iteration is really about bringing the game technology with the web technology together um, to build something, um, something truly remarkable.
0: Now, you're calling this an augmented web experience. Um, kind of dive into that a little bit because this is not VR. It's not strictly AR, and it's not necessarily a hybrid. So I, I guess uh, clarification on that as far as what an augmented web experience is and kind of what your vision is, um, let's say specifically for this year.
1: Yeah, definitely. So like everyone knows what VR and AR is, right? Like AR, the classic game is uh, Pokemon Go. Uh, VR you know there's a ton of <laughs> other games out there um, that are great um, like VR chat would be an example of a VR of a, of a VR um, application of course there's a desktop version of that too um, so really what uh, gamer drive is about is thinking heavily on accessibility um, you know a desktop app um, is great but you have to download and install it um, it's a little bit heavyweight um, a VR an application you need a VR headset um, you know, there are pros and cons to, um, to a desktop and a VR application, but what if we can make this sort of experience a lot more accessible? You know, what if anyone can just hop onto a website um, and start interacting and networking and um, doing business within a game environment? Um, and that's what GamerJive is.
0: Okay. Because it is that you have the, again, it's not VR. There is no headsets. Right. Make that, make that clear. Um, but it's that it's that middle. I mean, we talking about yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's a middle ground. Um,
1: we could easily get to VR, and we could do some interesting things with AR as well. But um, yeah, there isn't a great coin coin terminology for today. Like I, I don't know exactly um, what people call it today. So I think augmented web is a great um, term for that because it's a web um, experience, but we're trying to augment that, augment it with something that is um, a lot more
0: immersive. And I, you mentioned a little bit, but I guess go into a deeper dive on the difference between gamer jive, immersive experience, yeah. other experiences. Okay. Yeah,
1: so um, I mentioned it a little bit before, but uh, VR a VR experience um, you need a you need a VR headset, right? Like you you are in there and in the moment, and you can look around, and it makes you feel like you're in that environment, uh, which is awesome. You know, there's there's no there's no question about that. Uh, what makes gamer jive different is um, you don't we try to make it very accessible. So you don't need a VR headset. You don't have to, um, you know, even beyond that, you don't have to download a desktop application um, like Second Life or other types of immersive applications like that. So uh, Gamer Drive is really about um, bringing immersion um, to the masses. Um, and, and that's why we ended up choosing the web and mobile route.
0: Okay. Um, and then Cause it, so, I want to throw this term out there. Um, now, is it is it, would you consider gamer jibe um, is something that came to mind for me, the kind of the wow for business <laughs> in esports? Yeah. It, throw it out there. Let me see what happens. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's actually, um, I think that's a really good way to describe it. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's always hard to describe a company or um, an, an idea with just a combination of different terms. Um, so, but I think it's a, it's a good description because at the end of the day, um, we see value in a immersive 3D environment, right? Think about um, Fortnite um, and the concerts that they ran with uh, Marshmallow. Um, and it is um, extremely powerful the number of people who attended that concert um, is enormous, right? It's, it's like 40 to 50 times more than the number of attendees of Coachella. So what if we can provide that kind of um, immersion that people want, right? And when I say people, I, I mean, specifically um, like uh, younger millennials and Generation Z, but um, uh, bring, make that experience available in a business or networking context, in the real-world in the real, in the real world value context. Um, and that's what GamerJive is trying to bring to the table.
0: Uh, so walk me through a potential scenario where there is an event. Let's say that, and it, it can be E3 or whatever. There's an event going on next week in Vegas. How, how can GamerJive, outside the realm of gaming now, we're talking yeah. about the business aspect of business immersion, into an event, how can you? How can gamer job alongside, let's say, an E3? How can you create that environment? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, like, I mean, today. Um, now, I'm, I'm gonna preface and say, um, today there are um, different uh, online conferences and things like that out there, um, and they utilize um, audio and video, um, video chat, um, and. Uh, you know, that is, that is great. You know, that's a, that's a uh, g- great step towards providing a way for people to connect um, online without having to be um, traveling to a single single place. It's pretty expensive to, um, and time-consuming to, to uh, organize a physical event, especially for a lot of people and to get a lot of people into the same location. Um, so something like E3, where um, it is a very large conference that impacts a lot of people um, and brings in a lot of businesses, a lot of gamers, um, you know, what if they can allow um, people to attend E3 in a virtual environment, um, anywhere um, in the comfort of their home, um, where you can walk around? Sure, it's not the same thing, but at least you can uh, experience um, the ability to walk around booths to um, to watch um, demos, to to uh, meet and uh, connect with other uh, businesses and um, and representatives of, of, of other companies. So it is um, so gamer job is is trying to um, provide that type of experience and if we were to work with a physical event organizer that's the approach we'll take.
0: Okay, so let's walk through the experience. So I have an avatar. Yeah. Correct. Right? Let's say we're it's a virtual event alongside a physical event. The virtual event is live. I have an avatar. How do I get into the world? How does that work? Once I'm in the world, I guess uh, Tell the audience about what it looks like and feels like when they're in there. When you walk into that networking event, like I guess, just kind of frame that a little
1: bit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of like um, uh, literally, um, it's like going to a real event, except um, the the except it's virtual, um, where um, you have virtual avatars that represent different people, and you can see and identify them. Um, based on what they're wearing their tag name um, they can say that they're a game developer you can see a like, game developer tag on top of their head um, or um, an eSports um, professional um, it's just an easy way for people to identify each other walk around and connect so um, with something like a, a physical event if we had a um, um, an extension of that where people can um, experience um, at least try to experience that E3 event experience, but in the comfort of their own home, um, I think that is uh, tremendously rewarding for all parties involved.
0: And you mentioned, so obviously um, for those that kind of follow the streaming space and event space, you know the numbers have gone down going to events. Just in general, like a broad statement, those numbers Mm -hmm. are down because of Twitch, because of the live streaming. Why pay Mm -hmm. all that money and time when I can just watch Mm -hmm. the video live? I think that's people's framework, right? Yeah. This goes, like you said, to the next level where it's in that middle space where they can be there without having to be there, right? Yeah. That virtual, that virtual world alongside what's happening. It's the next step. Here, Here's my thing. This is not an actual debate on, is this going to happen? Yeah. Like, is this virtual world going to happen? It's happening. Like this, it's happening. This is not, it's not going to go away. Like it's not all of a sudden, all of this are going to stop and all these companies are going to stop. Uh, Facebook's going to stop horizon and all this stuff, it's not going to stop, right? So yeah. issue we're taking that step. but what's the most interesting thing about gamer job is the middle, like you said. It's not going all the way to the VRAR completely all in that way. Again, there's there is still this space, this this dead space I think in general that is just not quite there yet, right? But what what between now and then there's an answer.
1: Yeah, you're totally right. Um it's a uh, like, there are certain steps that, um, I mean, to us at tribe, uh, we're not thinking about, hey, VR and AR are such cool technologies. They try to build something with it. Um, uh, we're less, we're not thinking about that too much. We're, we're more about thinking about um, what is the next, um, next step to people interacting online, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, I mentioned earlier that um, a website today is just this point and click adventure game. Um, but in reality, it could be a lot more immersive, a lot more engaging, especially to, the, to today's audience that prefers an online environment. Um, kids all the time who hop into games um, um, don't even play the game sometimes. you know, They just hop in just to hang out. Um, and that, that sort of experience is what um, what you know, tomorrow's generation wants.
0: And that's my next point. Uh, something else you guys have said before is that this is a combination in a kind of a marriage between uh, like a discord and a reddit like is that fair like is that fair to kind of like I'm putting those things together I've seen that a couple times
1: yeah kind of um, I mean that's that's really um, uh, you know one of the questions we got asked a lot when we were start when, when we were building a um, our community platform now our, our 2d community platform without even thinking too much about the virtual 3d space. Um, was that you know? How are you different from Discord? How are you different from Reddit? Um, and those are very valid questions because people people are very used to um, uh, certain uh, certain programs like like Discord, um, and they view that as their uh, number one or go to place where they can connect with others um, and communicate. Um, and you know, really, my answer to them is that uh, what we're trying to do is is uh, inherently. Uh, different, right? So, one, um, we're focused around this uh, virtual experiences, um, which are 3D and a way for people to connect uh, more easily than before. Um, two, um, we want to bring business context um, to our application where you can network and connect with other um, business owners, other esports professionals, meet, in- meet influencers, um, and do all kinds of wild things that aren't available in something like a chat application. Um, And three, you know, um, like you said, like Reddit and Discord, um, that's actually um, a lot of that functionality exists today with our um, community platform. So our community platform is like this real-time discussions platform. Um, But, you know, that is um, actually secondary to the um, virtual immersion that we we aim to achieve.
0: Gotcha. Um, So going back to kind of the the virtual the immersion um yeah and, and I guess not on the business side but on the, the one thing that my mind kind of wraps around is like let's say you're a streamer we'll kind of shift gears a little bit let's say you're a yeah. streamer and you just had this big achievement or you went and you know you're an esports pro and, and like your team just won Dota 2, right the invitation or whatever. You know what if you could go and say all right guys we just we did this we accomplished this let's go have a party let's go to a virtual party. Like that's where my mind kind of on the like on the, on the others, not the business side, but on like the streamer side, you know, as a streamer, like to say, boom, all right, click this link and we're going to go to a virtual party together. Yeah. Like, like the community did something or whatnot. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of where my mind goes. Is that valid? Yeah,
1: that's, that's totally valid. Um, the possibilities for what we're doing is endless and we do want to work with content creators, um, you know, content creators, um, you know, today um, they, um, you know they, they have a, a live stream and then um, they, their community communicates over chat. Uh, and there are different um, plugins out there that allow that allow the audience to be a little, little bit more um, engaged. Um, but you know what if um, the listeners can actually start connecting um, within a 3D space? You know, it, can be, it can be all kind of crazy, but it could be a way for people to connect and actually make friends. You know, it's not. Uh, social media these days are, are focused a lot on content and just like um, writing comments left and right. But you know, what if you could make meaningful connections? Um, and I think something like a virtual experience do promote that kind of um, behavior. And, and also if you can meet um, the streamer um, and uh, the streamer can decorate their 3D room and do all kinds of customizations and even provide like digital autographs, um, there's just, a ton of different ideas that are, that are available um, with content creators.
0: I speak a little bit about like virtual merch, uh, and then also potentially like working with sponsors. I know that's kind of two separate things, but can you talk a little bit about that? Like once the like the world is created, right? And yeah, there are different yeah, things that can happen inside that world when it comes to uh, merch and things like that.
1: Yeah, like virtual. You know, um, like a classic example would be something like a. I'll say like a T-shirt, right? Um, where uh, you know today, if, if we go to a networking event um, uh, with uh, other uh, industry, like within within any industry, like if you go to a networking event um, or a conference and you want to promote your company, uh, you would you would uh, purchase physical T-shirts. You know what if you could. Um, actually, design a virtual T-shirt, which is a lot cheaper, um, and you can use it forever. It never gets old and, cr- and crinkly, <laughs> and, and other and other people can start wearing that and start promoting your brand, um, or even um, like uh, a mug, right? Or other kind of hardware or hardware um, that just um, pops up within the virtual world. Um, it's just um, a lot easier, a lot cheaper. Um, And, you know, it could be a lot more valuable um, just because uh, so many eyes and so many people get to interact with it. So um, just the virtual nature of um, bringing events um, uh, into that kind of space, I think, is very powerful.
0: Well, I I just, my mind goes to limited edition merch drops and stuff like that. I mean, it's the same kind of conversations, uh, you know, in the physical world, but Mm -hmm. it's just, again, it's in another uh, immersive space. Um, So real quick, so we've got, uh, people in chat uh, if you actually have questions go ahead and post them I'd like to answer some questions uh, that you guys have uh, for Joe uh, here's what I'm most excited about actually <laughs> tell us a little <laughs> bit about what's about to happen uh, the next three days oh uh, next three days yeah um so we're uh, you know we we've
1: we've, uh, we've only started um, a little bit over a year and a half um, ago and um, you know along that way um, we were really building um, know, this platform for gamers because, you know, we wanted to build this really for ourselves. um, And we thought that it would be very valuable for a lot of people, including businesses. And the first iteration of that journey um, towards this virtual 3D immersion is going, is this uh, fun uh, holiday bash, post-holiday bash that we're running um, after New Year's. So if, you know, if you um, have time, you know, on Friday, Saturday or Sunday, Feel free to just hop in. Um, you could, I think, uh, Chris to share more information about that. Um, there might be more information um, uh, coming up, but uh, essentially, you could easily just uh, go on Eventbrite, and get a ticket, um, and you could. All you do is just hop on into a link, and then you can start uh, connecting and with others within that environment. And uh, we added a fun little holiday feature in there where you can send a virtual letter. Um, and a, a 3D gift like a teddy bear or a candy cane um, and send that to your friends or family. Um, and uh, you, could, you could actually see that present and open it uh, and read your letter within, within GamerJive.
0: Very cool. Yeah, so I'm posting uh, two links about the event to give you guys some more information. Um, so here's the other part of it. Uh, this is what I'm really excited about because um, I have something to do with it. Um, so <laughs> what we're going to be doing tomorrow uh, at noon Eastern from noon to two Eastern. We're going to be live streaming the immersive world. So I'm like super excited about that. Um, So two hours and I'm not, Hey, whatever, whatever happens, happens. Uh, It's going to be super organic. Uh, It's definitely nothing's like scheduled again. It's a a post holiday bash. It's just going to be hanging out, but we're literally going to be hanging out in a virtual world together. So that's gonna be really, really cool. So, all right. So somebody wants to attend. So basically, uh, do you have to download things? Do you need gear? You know, I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier. <laughs> yeah, you, you, <laughs> you answer earlier, but I guess <laughs> we'll do that again, you know, people framing what tomorrow would look like if they want to join the event.
1: Yeah, you, you you absolutely don't really need anything as long as you have a, a, a modern web browser. Like we recommend Chrome or Firefox. Um, just get you know, just make sure you have the latest version of Chrome or Firefox. Um, if you're a streamer, you might have um, hardware acceleration disabled. You want to re-enable hardware acceleration. Um, And then all you do is just um, hop into a link and you can start um, interacting and connecting with others. Um, You know, with that said, you know, this is really our first iteration towards building this virtual 3D environment. And uh, we do have plans for other events. You know, we have some exciting events lined up, Um, but this is, um, if you do find uh, uh, any funky little bugs or here and there, um, then I will be so happy. Um, I think our team will be um, excited for anyone to just hop in and try um, check it out. Uh, let us know what you think. Um, if you are a business owner or if you, know, if you are interested um, in this environment in some other way in terms of a collaboration or a partnership, just get in touch. You know, I, I love um, to have partnership conversations.
0: Well, that's how the space uh, financializes. That's how the space grows is partnerships and, and working with people in the same verticals and things like that. I can go on and on. Uh, about what that looks like but yeah so i put both the links in there so a video to kind of to kind of go through actually the, the video actually shows um and actually the character going through uh, the world i think about a minute 30 seconds or so so that's pretty cool and then there's an event by, right link as well um yeah but i'm excited about that again and, 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 the, and the way it was framed um, earlier obviously is that it's just a play, a time to hang out for three days so what's the time is it all day all three days or is it, does it get shut down at all? Or?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really all day. Um, we do have a set to specifically like 8 a.m. central time on on Friday to 8 p.m. central time on Sunday. Um, so uh, we do have those times set, but literally you can just hop in anytime during those days and just check it out.
0: All right, cool. Very, very cool. So a lot, lot in chat. If you want to jump in chat, guys, and ask some questions, we're going to uh, pick a few here. Really appreciate everybody hanging out. Uh, We got a nice nice crew on a New Year's week here. Um, Muhammad, yes, we will have this reposted. We will have this reposted um, across multiple platforms, so we'll let you guys know to go through that. But definitely check out uh, that YouTube link uh, for the actual event itself. Um, We had a couple of questions. Nice
1: questions. Uh,
0: Yep. Uh, there's a really good one early. I'm trying to find, so yeah, go ahead, uh, go ahead and jump in the chat, ask some questions, guys, Q and A, we'll go ahead and start Q and A here and there and just kind of go through a couple things. Um, yeah, uh, Gillid, sorry, sorry if I'm butchering your name, man. Uh, immersive experiences create meaningful connections. Can you expand on that? Joe, I'm sure you have something to say about that.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, this is a, it's a really good question because, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, people say f- uh, a physical uh, face-to-face interactions where you get to connect with others. But um, you know, that's very, very much true. But in a in a physical environment, people make lifelong friends all the time in the virtual space. Um, a classic, um, you know, my experience with StarCraft. Um, you know, other people, uh, WoW, uh, games like WoW um, are very great. Um, a great example of an immersive experience. Bringing people together and um, and then um, th- really making uh, close relationships. You know, it's powerful relationships that um, people um, uh, end up even meeting in person as a result. For so um, that's really what I mean uh, when uh, having a virtual immersion you know, causing um, these relationships that um, could be very powerful that might otherwise not be possible. Um, meeting people from the other side of the world um, who you would have never have met and become friends with. Um, and games are really, uh, you know, a great um, domain for that.
0: You know, and the success of discord, you know, they came out in 2015 and, you know, bringing gamers together initially, but you're also bringing, you know, on that platform, that, that why that's successful is because you're bringing people together. I mean, it, it, that's yeah. just what it is. That's, what, that's, that's the iteration um, you know, they started in 2015 and um, establishing those relationships. But wow, I was going to say something about wow. Um, you know, wow was ahead of its time. I think a lot of people would agree with that. And it, it it makes a lot of sense that the wow reboot was so huge. Right. Because it was just it was just it's ahead of it was ahead of its time years and years ago. Right. And I think most of us probably played a little bit, at least some. Right. <laughs> and you get you get immersed. I mean, that's a great word because you get immersed it's very difficult to just sit down and play thirty minutes of WoW. <laughs> like maybe it was for me, you know. Like you know, what, I mean, you're immersed, and immersion doesn't mean thirty minutes. Like at least it didn't for me. So maybe I'm speak for myself. Um, so that you know, it is, but it is it, it is that kind of feel. Um, and it, I don't know. It's just really interesting. It, again, this is obviously where it's going. Um, you have one of the most popular games in the world that's ever been created is around the immersion concept so it's not something that's gonna go away um, and it's been proven at, I guess in the, in the gaming space right that that the pe- that people are looking for that right but it hasn't been framed I don't feel um, in the business space and on, on top of that you know obviously eSports the the financialization of it in the the this the, the, the startup space and all of this momentum on the business side with eSports and gaming, it's just taking off in you know, the last couple of years um, to the point where it's becoming more financialized. So there, that ha- this wasn't here when like, wow, came out, like, I don't know for the esports professional side. Right. So there, there's that gaping hole that look, we're, we're gamers, <laughs> we're gamers. Right. And we were talking about, wow. And I, I a lot of people just, you know, probably perked up a little bit like, wow, for business. Oh, like, you know, you kind of like step back. Like, oh, okay. Like that makes sense. So, looking for those relationships because we all we've built relationships in gaming for years, some of us decades, right? So this, what, how is this any different? You know, I guess that's a little bit rambling, but I don't know if you have anything else to say about that, but that's just where my mind goes with it. But. All right. Trying to grab a couple other questions here. Um, Go ahead and jump into chat guys. Appreciate it. Really appreciate you guys being here have any other questions for again we're with uh joe lee ceo of gamer jibe all right from tobias how do you see the future of esports is it going to be vr ar or some other kinds do you think it might get um yeah so let's do this how how do you see the future of esports is it going to be vr ar or some other kind
1: yeah i mean that's such a good question um you know i i don't I'm not sure if VR or AR, you know, they are very interesting technologies, um, but you know, people, um, you know, there, there are two sides to esports, right? Like people love esports because it's competitive. People um, tend to be competitive in nature. Um, they love to play a game and try to become the best at it. Um, um, and on the other hand, there's the audience, right? There are a lot of um, people are really excited about watching other people compete. They don't necessarily have to play the game or know it very well um, to really become pumped. Like I, I was, um, I was watching some YouTube videos about um, this meaning. This, like a seemingly meaningless um, game. I think it's called like um, pinball. It's not pin. It's like some balls Olympics where literally, literally, this guy just rolls some um, balls um, across some obstacle course um, and. Um, there's no, there's literally no uh, skill or anything involved with that. It's just, it's just balls, just like rolling around um, and then going through an obstacle obstacle course. But what was so exciting about it is that you have a commentator, um, and you have uh, analysis, you have, you have a uh, good uh, video editing and live stream editing and um, things like that. That it's just, um, it just becomes fun to watch. Um, so I think when it comes to the feature of esports. Um, I think uh, it would have to hit, um, you know, I don't have really have a great answer to that because um, I don't know if VR or AR um, is ready yet um, uh, for something like uh, uh, when we talk about esports in the sense of impacting a lot of people, like there's there's esports for indie games, um, there's tons of esports possibilities with board games um, and, f- and physical physical games, um, but um uh, when it comes to like a, a massive success where it's impacting you know a lot of people, um, is a combination, right? It's, a, it's 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 crazy um, that you know I I think th- I think that um, whatever causes uh, a, a way for people to interact and engage um, with the esports event itself, I think I think there is future to that. I think people want to be more engaged with the esports event in general. Um, if there's some way where the audience can be involved with that, I think that is, um, to me, I think there's a lot of um, possibility and potential there.
0: That's really interesting to, to, to shift that mindset to the, the the actual esports event and not the playing uh, or being a you know a player of the esport game, but actually go, attending the event in the immersive world alongside of yeah, like the World Cup, like a for a whatever. Like yeah, memory. yeah. I, yeah interesting It's that very interesting, actually.
1: Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of uh, power to be said. You know, esports, it's different from sports, very different from sports. But you know, one of the powers of esports is that, to me, you know, esports is um, um, a lot. The popular esports are online and digital. So, like, if the if the online um, the power the power the power of the online space is, is the ability for the audience to engage a lot more deeply. Um, than than what's possible. so I, I think I think if there's a way a, a way for do, um, a way to do that, I think there's a lot of um, I think that would be really cool um, personally.
0: And actually, I had a question too about so can anyone jump on the platform and make their own community?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So th- the platform is um, is free for anyone to just hop in, um, create your own gaming group. Um, you could uh, tag it with anything you want to, any keyword or location. Um, you know, as I said before, uh, we moved away from like friend to uh, player to player matchmaking to a uh, community focus because that's where we feel people connect. Um, that's where people make friends. You know, it's through these it's through uh, these environments that are you know just placed upon them. So. Um, if you if there's a if there's a platform where you can just hop in and uh, find a gaming community in your area and based off your interest, that's gamer drive today.
0: okay and then another extension from a question earlier you mentioned a little bit but if you're a content creator, do you see value or do you see content creators coming on your platform and making a community kind of you know just yeah, for, yeah. Right? Is that make I mean is that, you oh, guys that
1: yeah, 100% like I think there's so much value. Um, with content creators using our platform in some way, um, because it would not it would help their audience be a lot more engaged. Um, and there's there's opportunities um, even for the content creator to benefit um, from it, like let's say uh, sponsorships and other type of assets that may be available in their virtual room or environment that may not otherwise be
0: available. Okay, that's interesting to frame it like that because I think initially it's it's like okay, there's there's groups for the games. Yeah, and not on the content creator side, I guess. If that if that makes sense. So if you're a content creator, you can create your own world. Essentially, is what. Yeah, you're
1: yeah. So like content creators, you know, like I think there's a a study done where you know a lot of American American kids they want to grow up and become content creators. Um, and um, but the thing is, it's just like esports. It's so easy to get into. And so many people are flooding uh, and wanting, to, uh, um, creating content left and right, becoming uh, wanting to become content creator, uh, wanting to uh, become an esports professional. But um, it's incredibly difficult. Um I think um, that is the fun and challenge of today's um, uh, to, to, today's um, and tomorrow's solutions um, and startups. You know, I think I think it's an interesting time for esports and content creation.
0: Well, I didn't, you know, kind of a little bit off the side here, but for as far as content creation, you have to look at underpriced attention. You have to look at the platforms where I can post on one versus the other, and the other gets a hundred x more views because the organicness is through the roof, a la TikTok. You guys know, I, you know, beat the drum on TikTok all the time, uh, but it's just a complete insanity where you post a video on Twitter, same following base, everything. Post we're on Twitter gets thirteen views, and the same video on TikTok gets one point one million. What are you going to do? what should you do, seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It, it, no, this really happened. I didn't just make that up. It happened to me. Like, this is real. That happened. 13 views versus 1.2 million. So it's going, you, you have to be you're understanding, like you're talking about understanding the, all the different options that are out there because it is overwhelming. Like, what do I post? How many times? Like, but you know, you talk about LinkedIn, and TikTok is absolutely insane right now for organic reach, and that's what you're looking for uh, now. If you have a, if you have half a million followers on Twitter, you can't just leave them and say, "See you later," right? You have to get to foster and have a community and build that up. But you know, it's there's going to be just more and more. Uh, now we'll say this: um, it's this is obviously a competitive space. I think you would agree right? From a startup perspective, kind of shifting a little bit, but it's, it's yeah. a competitive space because people understand uh, a lot of Facebook that groups and communities is the future. So that's that you, all this push on Facebook for Facebook groups. If everybody's seeing the marketing they're doing, pushing that hard, right? Uh, and, it, and what's happened with Discord and all that. So that, uh, that obviously is a future. No one can argue that. Um, it is going to be about differentiation of platforms, it, of course, that's with any business. How, how are you different? How can you bring more value? Um, so there's that middle space of creating that augmented you know, web experience um, that you guys are creating, that middle ground, but where we are now um, from this 2D scroll space to the actual full-blown VRAR. So anyway, that's a mouthful. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> You know, that's just what goes through my head, <laughs> you know, about just think about all this stuff. It's just really fascinating and it's changing so rapidly. Um, no one really even knows what even it, even at the end of this year, no one really knows for sure what's going to happen um, because of just exponential growth of what's been going on. So, um, hey, again, we're with uh, Joe Lee, CEO, of, uh, CEO of Gamer Jive, uh, jumping into chat a little bit. Got a really good crew. In chat, guys, I got a nice, nice group. Hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, We'll take a few more questions uh, to go through if you have a question. I did post a couple links about the event tomorrow and through the weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun, virtual event. Um, Anything else you wanted to mention about the virtual event um, that may have not been touched based on? uh, I just want to also clarify it's it's more of a hangout. It's more of a social, right, social experience. Yeah, yeah, it's really just
1: um – it's sort of it's basically our first iteration so um, we made it open to the public it's for friends and family um, it's not it's not meant to be completely fleshed out um, like a video game release you know I think that is one of the interesting pieces around what we're trying to achieve because we're trying to merge um, web technology with game technology. so it's not just, um, it's not just a game um, that we're trying to release it's not just a platform but it is, it's a mix. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is going to be really just fun, a fun place. Just come hang out. Um, you can, you can, I think Chris, you're streaming, um, tomorrow at around noon, right? Um,
0: yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, here's my plan. My plan is to stream myself in this immersive world from noon to two. So we'll see how it goes. That's <laughs> all I know. We'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh, you know, it's LinkedIn beta, uh, not sure how it's gonna look if it's gonna look great or whatever, but we're gonna give it a shot um, and just be a part of it. And again, not really, not really sure what's what's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna be in, a, in another another world, um, and it's pretty easy to join. You know, right? Just a URL and just pop in. And, yeah, and just, just just
1: pop in. Um, if if you have any feedback <laughs> or anything like that, just feel free to let me or anyone of, of our team know. Like our team will be there. Um at that time, when Chris is live streaming, so if you had to pick a time, I, I would try to pick around the time when Chris is streaming um, tomorrow at noon. Um, but you know, like I said, for those uh, folks who are just you know have been hopping in a little bit later, um, you know, one of the fun features that um, that will be available at the at the event is is the ability to write a virtual letter and attach like a 3D gift, um, like a teddy bear or um, eggnog. Or a candy cane, um, and essentially send that to uh, really anyone, your friends and family. And then the, all they have to do is just um, hop into the game, um, redeem uh, redeem the code uh, that represents the gift that they received, and then they could read their um, letter and see their gift um, directly in the game. So it's just a little fun uh, feature that we we brought in there that you could just uh, you could just basically share with anyone.
0: Uh, that's really cool. Uh, so we got a couple things in chat. I'll bring up here. Uh, we've got about we'll, we'll give another about ten or fifteen minutes, guys. So if you have some questions uh, about Gamer Job, uh, kind of that immersive VR space, just uh, anything surrounding the conversation we had, feel free to jump in with any questions. Uh, uh, with, what's up, Michael? What's going on, man? Michael says esports and VR is not big right now, considering only one percent of Steam users have VR headsets. So it's an interesting stats. So one percent of Steam users have VR headsets, and the upcoming killer app for VR is not multiplayer, most likely. Uh, any thoughts on that, Joe?
1: Yeah, that's a that's actually a really good um, statistic because VR is such a um, a cool you know it's it's, it's a cool technology, um, but um, not many people use it. You know, it's it's clunky. Um, it's not really you know, it's not really friendly for esports. um So, um, so yeah, I mean, there are uh, games, um, you know, that are coming out that are focused on single player experiences. And I think that's really the power of VR. Uh, I think VR is more suited for uh, an immersive single player experience than a, than, than a multiplayer one. Um, and that's just because of the current limitations of the headset.
0: Gotcha. Yes. Oh, and by the way, for clarification for tomorrow, we had a question. Uh, so I'll be streaming at noon Eastern Standard Time. So sorry, Eastern Standard Time. Um, that'll be tomorrow. We're going to do it for, I'm looking at a couple hours. So definitely join us. It'll be fun. Let's let's all do this together. The other <laughs> thing I'll mention is uh, we're going to try to get together uh, on an audio channel. Is that right? With the
1: yeah. Yeah. Discord. We're going to be hopping on Discord with Chris. So. Very cool. so we'll have some
0: audio in the background. We'll have some fun. So it's going to be a lot. <laughs> It's gonna be really fun. Um, where can people connect with you? What's the best way to do that? Um, obviously, other than the the gamer job communities. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess get in touch with with you guys.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you you um, uh, you know, you could send me an email directly um, if you're if you have any questions at all, or if you if you want to collaborate or partner in any way. Um, whoever you are, I'm open to really any type of message. <laughs> um, even feedback, um, and uh, my email is Joe Lee at gamerdrive.com. Um, so it's literally just uh, you know my my name um, together um, at GamerJob. So feel free to send me an email. You can add me on LinkedIn. Um, I'd say those two ways are the best right now. And you know if you want my Discord, I can I can always share that too.
0: And you guys are on Twitter, uh, GamerJob Social, correct?
1: Yeah, GamerJob Social is our Twitter. Um, in our social media, yeah. Um, currently, we use uh, Twitter um, a lot more. Uh, Facebook. We want to get into LinkedIn, um, and we want to do some TikTok too. So,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. so
1: we'll see what happens with that.
0: For sure. Yeah, that's me. That's me. A lot of fun. Uh, so we have a question uh, from Mohammed. How's it going, man? Uh, what is the vision of Gamer Jibe? So a little iteration from earlier. So, what is the vision of Gamer Jibe? And then also, is Gamer Jibe backed by investors? If you wanted to tackle that.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a that's a that's a, that's a good uh, startup focused question. Um, so um, you know the vision of Gamerdive, um, we want to um, basically evolve how people uh, interact and communicate online. Um, that seems very broad, but you know I mentioned earlier that today's web experiences is largely point and click. Um, you know what if um, we can provide a more immersive three D environment um, to a lot of these interactions think about what eBay and LinkedIn would be like if it was in a 3D environment. Um, and that's really what we're trying to bring to the table. Um, uh, we are backed by you know, a, a friends and family and um, a few angels. So we are in our pre-seed round as, as a company. Um, um, and we are um, actually um, actively um, you know, fundraising for our bridge to our seed round. So our seed round probably will happen um, around uh, Q2 of 2020. So,
0: Yeah, you should hear a lot more from us at that time. Thanks, Mohammed. That's a great question. All right, so we'll give a couple more minutes. Again, answer a couple more questions. I really do appreciate everybody that that's hung out uh, today, just a day after New Year. Really wasn't sure. Again, you never know. You never know when you do streams, Um, who'll be here and who won't. Things like that. But this has been a lot of fun. A lot of great questions as well. Um, Just this conversation goes. So many directions um, as far as you know, gaming and social media in uh, Fortnite and what Fortnite's turning into and what you know uh, what they're trying to do with Fortnite being a social platform and not just a game. So this is such a macro question and you know, a bit, you know, meta big picture uh, conversation. Um, so I, I love having these conversations about different platforms that are out there, uh, content, and this this really you know, gamer job actually takes all of that that's a big mouthful right but put, <laughs> you know but it puts it all together so just there's just a lot of interesting questions you can frame around it and uh learn quite a bit so uh we have another question muhammad's asking is gamer job hiring right now
1: um i mean we're, we're always looking for for folks so if you um, um we're very strong technically so we have web engineers and game engineers um so you now, if you're um into engineering Um, I'm happy to talk to you. You know, I come from a technology background. Um, What we do uh, need help with, uh, if if there are any best dev or sales focused folks, um, partnerships or sponsorship experienced individuals, you know, feel free to get in touch. Um, You know, we are um, actively looking for folks. So um, um, yeah, you know my email, feel free to send me a message.
0: Yeah, I posted your email in there for them at joely@gamergib.com. Make sure to send an email if you have a question on that. Thanks Chris. Yep, so I guess uh, so last couple minutes um excited about tomorrow. Again, just a couple things. If you scroll back up, I am going to be posting so don't don't freak out or anything. <laughs> like all this will be reposted on my LinkedIn um, about what's going on and stuff for tomorrow for the live stream. Uh the Eventbrite link to get access um, to the actually virtual event. I'll have all that posted uh, throughout today and tomorrow morning um, that I'll be prepping to get ready for the live stream tomorrow. It's going to be at noon. So noon Eastern standard time to two st- PM Eastern standard time. That's a mouthful, but noon to two PM Eastern standard time is when I'll be streaming inside the immersive world. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to do that. Um, but if you have questions for uh gamer job, you can send it out there uh, the, again. They're on Twitter. Um, and then emails in there. I uh, really do appreciate all the questions. It's been a lot of fun. Definitely learned a lot. Uh, Joe, I appreciate everything that you shared. Uh, not just about the community, but about your background too. It's just really cool to hear all the different <laughs> backgrounds that's out there, you yeah. know, and then what those experiences, you know, through your childhood and early adulthood, like how that's pushed towards, you know, an actual company. It's awesome to hear those kind of stories. So I appreciate you sharing that.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. And thank you so much, Chris. And, uh, you know, everyone, uh, all the questions um, so far have been awesome. So feel free to uh, forward any questions that you have left uh, to my email.
0: All right, guys. We're going to call it quits, and we'll keep posting, and we'll see you guys tomorrow for the live stream.
1: Thanks, guys. Um, happy New Year's. Hope everyone had a really nice
0: week, and thanks, Chris. No problem. See you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Level Up Experience. If you would like to connect with me, there's two ways to do that. Number one will be on LinkedIn. I'm Chris Reed, C-R-I-S-R-E-E-D. Make sure to hit the follow button there. Also, make sure to follow us at Level Up Experience on TikTok. That's Level Up Experience on TikTok. See you guys on the next one.